así. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the BX Post Jedi Network, the Bronx Bomber Strike Back Podcast. We have breaking news, breaking news. We're coming in here real quick, a short video real quick to give my reaction. Then reaction to New York Yankees signed their man. Merry Christmas, Yankee fans. Merry Christmas, Yankee fans. The New York Yankees has signed Carlos Rendon. Six years, $162 million. They get their man. They get their lefty. Of course, you know, myself, Always want a left-hander. I wasn't very adamant when Jordan Montgomery was traded away because I always believe you need a, a two, at least two or one solid, strong left-hander in to fit your ballpark in Yankee Stadium. You see them; they've done it for many years. From from Ron Gidgey, Whitey Ford, the, the list is there. Andy uh, Pettit. You always need a strong and uh, Jimmy Key. You always need a strong left-handed pitcher to dominate. And the Yankees get their man. Dave are yes, indeed. We glad we got some pitching. Yes, the Yankees. Sign their man. They get their man here at a record of six million. Uh, I saw six years, one hundred and sixty-two millions. Excuse me. There, his numbers last year for Radon, he had a two point eight eight ERA, uh, two hundred and thirty-seven strikeouts, and one hundred and seventy innings pitched for the New York Yankees. He is coming to the Bronx. We have the projected starting pitching rotation for the New York Yankees is Garrett Cole, Carlos Rendon slides to the number two. There's no no um pun of disrespect to Nestor Cortez moving to the number three spot or you could even sandwich that uh but uh, you could say Nestor Cortez will be a number three starter you you move Sevy to number four doesn't have that much pressure doesn't have to pitch so many innings and always you got Frankie Montas on a, a uh, prove it or you know he's gonna be a free agent at the end of next season he's gonna be a full year now probably uh, fully healthy you know he hasn't pitched hopefully he gets a shoulder ailment or whatever was impending him was was um, holding in back so you get a healthy montas with mac blake with a whole yankee offseason pitching pitching program and the new york yankees at least on paper has a really strong 
starting rotation in the American League East. Remember the American League East. Uh, you still have Baltimore, who's up and coming, up and rising team. You know, you see, you know, what Adam and Rushman and their and their hitters, uh, Cedric Mullins and company. They're a good hitting American League team. Of course, you can never um, discount the Tampa Bay Rays. They always plug and play, and they bring up they they scout well. They bring up players, you know, um, into that up and down from Rosarena and, and Myers and so forth. You know, they they're a really good team that has good hitters. And always a pain in the neck to the New York Yankees, and also you have the Toronto Blue Jays. You know they keep adding, and they and they have some strong hitters. You know Guerrero, Springer, and so forth. And they're getting much. They also an offensive juggernaut at times if everyone's healthy. The, the Blue Jays are a tough team. So what does that translate to? You need pitching. The American League East. You need pitching, 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 pitching always wins. And of course you get that strong left-hander here who comes. Uh, you know, he already had his injuries issues, so he's 30 years old. And, of course, from Miami, Florida, is going to be now pitching for the New York Yankees. I think, you know, six years, uh, different options, no trade options, if I'm mistaken there. Um, so he, he's going to stay with the Yankees there. And, and now you, you bolster here. You got a one-two punch with Garrett Cole. You also got Nestor Cortez. Now, I don't want to hear the Yankee fans complaining, you know, oh, we, we, this house time better doesn't spend, doesn't spend, doesn't spend. You know, he just invested there in Judge, and now Rendon, he got the guy he wanted. He went to six years, 162. He didn't go bargain basement hunting. He could have gotten Nathan Navaldi a reunion, and, and who, who knows? That might be there, too. They might end up bringing Nathan Navaldi back as well. But hey, Chef Dan in the building. Chef Dan, salute Chef Dan. I'm, I saw your text a little earlier. Our Knicks have won five in a row, and he's done a phenomenal job uh, calling that double overtime, That I mean, that overtime um, thriller. I know I was on the uh, NXT and I was trying to keep my eyes out, but I couldn't um, chime in because they're watching the phones. So I, I know he did a phenomenal job there. And I saw Melo, salute Jose Melo in the building. Salute to you guys. So the Yankees make a move. Also, the Mets made a minor move as well. They they signed a one-year deal. Uh, they, if I'm not mistaken, um, Omar Navarra. So Omar Navarra, uh, catching option for a one-year deal. So good job on the Mets. So, yes, Hal has some components. Absolutely. He, grows, he grew a pair. He signed his guy. You got to love it, Yankee fans. Now, there could be marks. There's been a lot of rumors up and down, um, big things at work. I still think there's still going to be a move here. I still think the Yankees are still going to trade. Um, I know everybody in Twitter um, has been going nuts with, with Brian Reynolds, Brian Reynolds, Brian Reynolds. Could it be Brian Reynolds? Uh, Fernando Tassich Jr. was a name thrown out there, and now that and now with the Rendon signing, there was earlier in reports. I don't know if that was thrown out there for as a negotiation tactics on the New York Yankees part, but uh, uh, Max Freeman from Atlanta was a name that the Yankees were talking about making a big move, making a blockbuster trade, and they did not they did not do that move, or they ended up sending Rendon. So I don't think Freeman Freeman from the Red Braves. Um, is in works. I think that 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 deals out. I think it was just to put pressure on Rendon. Also, Rendon seeing that not a lot of teams wanted to go that six years. Um, and let's say hello to our main man Jerome Peralta in the Philippines. Salute Jerome, nine twenty in the morning on a Friday in the Philippines. Man, go Yankees. We got pitching Jerome, and uh, and you know what, Jerome, I'm with you there. If the Yankees would like to go and get uh, signed Swan, uh, sign Dobby Swan, uh, Swanson. Um, I don't know if the money, if he's going to, I don't think he's going to be that expensive, but he's a solid center, a solid a shortstop. That means you're giving up on, uh, there's a lot of reports. Velope, as, as the Yankees are very high on Velope, 
They love his demeanor, his character, his the way he conducts himself off and on the on the baseball diamond. He plays well. Um, they they see a lot of potential in him. I don't know if they want to give up on him or move him to second base. You know, there's also talks of of swinging a, a blockbuster deal with the Reds to try to get Edwin Diaz's younger brother. There was a lot of talk about that. Um, I think Jerome. I think the Yankees will go get that left fielder first. I think they're going to go with the rookie shortstop. Where also you also have Isaiah kind of Falefa at shortstop too. I know we don't want to see him. I know we 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 get it. We get frustrated with him playing shortstop at times. He doesn't make the routine plays you know easy so far. We know we know the warts what comes with Isaiah kind of Falefa, um, but with Velope you you have also Oswaldo Cabrera in the mix. So you kind of have a three-headed monster just in case. Although you could move Oswaldo Cabrera, a jack of all trades, move him around around the the whole infield. You see him play. Thank you. So him two games at first base last season. So you know Cabrera, Oswaldo Cabrera is very important. You want for the Volpe, IKF. Um, the Yankees are trying extremely hard to move Josh Donaldson's contract. They're talking about Josh adding a draft pick. If anyone wants to take about 70%, 70, the Yankees will pay at least 30 to 40%, 40, 40 cents to the dollar. If anyone takes 60 per, uh, for Donaldson who's going to expire, they're willing to give up a highly touted prospect just to get that off the books to save some money there along with Aaron Hicks. But remember, Aaron Hicks is still owed $30 million. You know, they're still three years on that $10 million a year deal. Also, you got Josh Donaldson on the final year of his deal at $27 million. You know, that's going to be a tough one to move. But if you add an enticing draft pick along with it you might be able to get either or so you never know there they're trying extremely hard yes they are trying extremely hard to remove to move aaron hicks as well as josh donaldson from the payroll you know not for nothing they could still use there and, and i'm going to be one of the minorities to say it um i i think personally i'm in the minority when i'm going to say this i still think there's a uh baseball world where you could still play and still keep Josh Donaldson on this team. Um, I think he plays extremely well defensively. I know everyone says, oh, he... and I personally, um, it's not his fault where they bat him in a batting order. They kept putting him, they kept force feeding him in a in my, in major opportunity um, position to come up with the, you know, we've seen it, batting fifth, batting fourth, batting. I believe that they, knowing he's a struggling offensive player, you should they could drop him lower, and I think he'll be successful there because this glove, this glove is very impeccable, very good third, third baseman. As much as I, I we ridicule him and he strikes out a lot, um, you know, this season at least with the Yankees, his first season with the Yankees, seeing them 160 plus games, I did not enjoy his approach of the hitting. But I still think there's a world where Josh Donaldson plays third base for me. I believe he does. I think he still could play third base. Me personally, um, you know, that's just me. Um, for Aaron Hicks, I think he needs to change the scenery. Aaron Hicks is a really good fourth outfielder on this team if they wanted to keep him. If they could afford the luxury, they can't move him a fifth outfielder, fourth or fifth. I think um, Aaron Hicks has value, a, a player who can hit from both sides of the plate. But if you can move him, you try to move him immediately. And you want to go you want to go inexpensive or lower or cheaper, you know, if you're going to have money tied up in, in Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, and now if you get the left fielder in Ben Nintendi, because Bader's right now is on a cheap contract. He's not making much money. He's, you know, you got you got a good deal at center field. He can play good center field, but you kind of need that Hicks. You need that, that transitional play. I know Judge can play center, but re let's face it. Do we really want to see Aaron Judge now that we got invested nine years with him um, coming back? Do you want to see him playing center, possibly, or, you know, overworking him at center when 
maybe not. Maybe last, this last year, it made sense. In case you do leave while well, he plays center, he covered. But now you gotta keep that, keep that uh so you need another center fielder who could play, you know, a tweener who could play center, who could play the corner outfields. And, and I know in case Bader goes down, because Bader did last year. I don't know much about his career, but last year he had a lot of injury history and he was out for quite a while when it came to that risk. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, those kind of center fielders who played that hard, goes after the balls hard, tend to either pull a hamstring. Remember, you got to play in New York where it's cold, you know, especially in April, early April, those hamstrings, those those issues. Maybe you want to keep a center fielder unless, if you know, Dominguez. I don't think Dominguez, Dominguez possibly going to get traded. I don't think he's going to stay here. Um, we'll see on that. And they say we need a closer. Um, I think they, according to the Yankee brass, they're very high on bringing back. Uh, uh, they, you know, they bought back Tommy Kingley. You know, I like the move there, but he's not the closer. We all know, we know, we know that Clay Holmes is the closer. They want Clay Holmes as the closer for the Yankees. They're hoping he reverts back to the first half of last season and not get that tired arm. Um, and in case they they also high on uh, Loisica. If Loisica is going to be the eighth inning guy, and if if there's a hiccup at Holmes, they have no problem flip-flopping and making Loisica the closer. Now, I like the sign of Tommy Kingley because now you, get, you, you set yourself out with two pitchers in Kingley and, and King and others that throws that power change up. Now, remember, the Yankees... And Major League Baseball, you can't change the pitcher like you used to before. You have a three batter minimum. So you need two pitchers, two right-handers who could throw the changeup, who neutralize left-handed hitting. So I kind of like that move there, bringing back Kingley. You could give him the sixth inning. You could give him the, the seventh or, or, or the eighth, either or, depending on that situation or, uh, on the lineups. I kind of like that because now you have Trevino. You know, you 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 did set yourself up with, with Michael King. Hopefully he returned strong from that fractured elbow. So I kind of like the Yankees' bullpen scenario. I understand we don't have a bona fide um, shut down. I'm your closer. You know, unless if Cleveland and they're not gonna have do it. If Cleveland wants to trade Class A, which that's not gonna happen. I see that three years down the road. You know, that's a that's a kind of that's a kind of big move you go get. There's not a closer out there. Um, just uh, David Bernard from Pittsburgh, but he's not. I don't know. You know, if you bring him with Reynolds, I know people mention that, but I don't know. You know, we're talking about what's out there. I know Jerome asked about Nathan Navaldi. I thought Nathan personally. I thought the Yankees were gonna miss out on Carlos Rendon. Personally, I thought they were going to go um, lose them out. I thought either when San Francisco made their moves and they signed uh, Correa and they did a, a you know minor moves there, and I said, hmm, I don't think San Francisco is going to sign him. You know, I was wondering, will they go back with Nathan Navaldi? You know, we saw what Noah Syndergaard signed with the Dodgers. He signed for thirteen million dollars on one year deal. Boy, did that stock drop! You know, he turned down a qualify. He turned down a one-year, twenty-four, twenty-one million dollar with the Mets. Signed twenty-four million dollars with Anaheim, and Anaheim, who's starving for pitching. You know, he didn't. He didn't pitch so well. He got traded to, to back to Philadelphia, who who did. Let's face it, he did pitch well down the road, down the stretch there for the Phillies, helping them um, get there. But he was the third three inning pitcher. So Syndergaard, as much as I wanted Syndergaard for the New York Yankees, but when I started deep looking into Noah Syndergaard's uh, resurgence with the philadelphia phillies he kind of was like a three inning pitcher in the postseason so you know 13 million you could have said he got for 12 11 maybe for for a but i'm glad the yankees kind of dodged that one 
you know, because they really need they need they really need a number two. They needed that number two starter in Rendon. To be honest with you, unless they were, they were making a trade, which the trade you know did not happen, and the free agent was there. You don't have to give up your picks and so forth. I kind of like what the Yankees did here. I, I like the fact that they bought Rendon in. Um, of course, King King is the deal breaker. Becomes strong will be good. Yes, if Michael King recovers well from that fracture elbow and he's back to his normal self, or or at least eighty percent of what he gave us last season. The Yankee bullpen is going to be really strong. It's going to be a strong, strong, strong bullpen as long with the, as and, and well as well as the starting pitcher. Because not only that, we mentioned. Let me put back the graphics real quick again from this projected starting five. You have starting five. You got five strong pitchers, but you know in the Major League Baseball, you need at least seven starters. You know, seven solid arms because guys tend to take a dead arm period. They get down with injuries. Remember, New York is cold in the beginning part of the season until at least mid-May. The weather starts changing. Hamstrings and, 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 you know, just that cold weather. And, of course, you and also you get days off. You skip start. You find number five starters. Sometimes don't even pitch. They won't be too because they get a lot of days out. Rainouts, you know, double headers. So Clark Schmidt. Domingo Herman, barring not getting traded in the offseason, they're going to be a huge part to the Yankees bullpen, to the Yankees starting. Uh, they, you could plug and play these guys. You could stretch them in. You could bring them in to pitch them to them some good quality innings. Uh, you need a spot starter. You know, you could bring them in and they could start either or. You also got some kids down in the minors that want to get an opportunity that you want to bring up. You know, even Manuacho. Manuacho was, was supposed to be a, a starter. Now he, he's been successful in the bullpen. And I want to leave him there, but you could, but you could start spot. You got depth there, so the Yankees are, are now in a position of depth in their pitching. Barring injuries, barring barring injuries, they are strong with their pitching. When you know, you got to give Cashman and his brain trust and the management, of course, for spending the money, some kudos. Now they're in a position of strength. Did they a lot of say? Did they move the needle against the, the Houston Astros? Yankees' problem in the postseason, we all know, wasn't their pitching. It was their hitting. And, of course, we were uncertain about the bullpen. Yes, we, we didn't know who was going to close it, and we, we weren't comfortable. But they didn't hit. They didn't give the opportunity. They didn't put the, the the opposition or the option in front there so our bullpen to fail. They never gave the opportunity, or they never set up the bullpen to fail because they never got the chance. They didn't hit. So the Yankees need hitting. They need contact hitters. I think Harrison Bader's. we saw him in the postseason. I think he's going to get improved. I think he's going to be an upgrade in the lineup as long as barring injury, barring injury, starting staying healthy. I think he's going to influx a, a different dynamic to the Yankee offense. You know, they got the power. They got Stanton. They got Judge. They got the home run hitters on that ball club, you know, with, with, with Rizzo. I believe now they need more. They need a balance. Contact hitters. Also, remember, the shift is gone. I mentioned it before on a lot of our podcasts. The the Yankees, the shift, the left-hander, they're gone. They're gone. Now they're going to see left-handed batting average increase. They're going to see the lefties get more hits, more um, when more balls that were atom balls, or you know, they're going to now drop in and get singles. One thing that worries me is DJ LeMahieu's toe. I know. I think that's what's going to that's going to hold. Of Glaber Torres from being traded in the offseason, in my opinion. You know, of course, and Chris, you mentioned uh, Wally Peralta looks phenomenal. Wally Peralta last year, let's face it, down the stretch, he was our number one reliever um, that we trusted. He's not the sexiest name, 
but he was the one of the relievers that we really trusted and we wanted to um, see get the get the final outs. Be honest with you, you know. And then before he was just a mop up guy, and he just elevated. So yes, also Peralta from the left side um, gives the Yankees that other dynamic. I don't think Lucas Licky returns. I know he's going to probably be on the roster, probably be a, 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 a late a cash one of those late spring training cashman moves. Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, I don't see, especially if the bullpen hands up there, you know, strong. Um, I don't think they're 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 gonna keep. I don't think Lucas Lickie will be on this roster. But guys like that, Mariancho, we look for him to have a bounce back. Who's gonna be impactful on that? Um, what does that that does that mean for Chad Green? Maybe Chad Green. I don't think he unless the the unless the signs a one year deal with the Yankees at the Yankee number, he probably makes some money on the free agent market. He probably ends up with Tampa, Miami. You, you know, who knows? You know, I, I, I'll for, offer Tommy John or for injury. There's a team that will sign him. Chad Green, when he's on, he could be a good, he's a good reliever. He's he's a homegrown Yankee. If the Yankees were to bring him on a, on a one year with an option, that'd be a nice pick to bring him back. Let him be, have, let him be in your system. But I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if that Chad Green move will be um, something the Yankees would do. Now, then the question is, did the Yankees move the needle? Remember, the Yankees made it to the American League Championship League Series. Yes, they got swept. Did they do enough to improve and overtake the Houston Astros? As of right now, pitching-wise, yes. But, of course, you got to hit. I don't know if the Yankees have enough hitting yet to oversee the Astros. Now, is is Pena going to have that same season he had? And you can't go with the F and Butts because if my aunt had balls, she'll be my uncle. You know what I mean? So you can't go with the if and Butts. You can't go with those hypothetical numbers if this guy hits uh, 25 home runs, the other one 25, you know, bats do something, it evens out. It's game by game. That's why baseball is one of the base sports that, you know, it's a game by, it's a day by day, feel by feel. You don't, they always say you're only at momentum as good as your starting pitcher. You know, the Yankee, you know, if the Yankees pitch, they win. They pitch and hitting. You're going to pitch, you play good defense, and you have timely hitting and situational hitting and smart hitting, you win the game. No matter who against who you play against. You could, you know, you, you could go up against uh, Bob Gibson. And if you if you situational hit or Bob Gibson walks two hitters, you bunt. And of course, Bob Gibson had um, great control. But I'm just using that as a hypothetical. Go, you got two runners on, with with two back to back walks, you bunt a guy over, you get a you get a, a ground ball base hit, or or and you score two, you and you beat Bob Gibson two nothing. You did not hit him, but you play smart. If you you know because your your pitchers pay, out pitch Bob Gibson. I'm using that as an example. So if you pitch and you and you and you play better defense, you're gonna win. You know, if you're strong up the middle, your shortstop is a flawless, a defensive wizard, a glove. Your center fielder, which I think the Yankees have it in Bader. You know, he's a lover. You know, you know he's played well. Even when you, even when you slide Judge in center field, they didn't lose much defensively. Now, Glaber is the heckle and jackal. Glaber could make could make you go ooh ah, and then he could go Ugh. the same thing with Isaiah kind of falafa. That's a little certainty. So. If you go Velope and he's a good glove and, and all he wants to do is play glove, that's why I, I agree with you, Jerome. Um, Jerome was talking about Swanson, who's a phenomenal defensive shortstop, cha- world champion. Swanson, but I don't know what the number will be for Swanson. Um, you could move Swan, you could bring Swanson here. You could move Velope to second if you you know if you if you want to do that, and you want to try to possibly move Claybert Torres with some prospects, with, you know, and try to get something more. The left fielder, of course, the Reynolds. That that's the way that will make sense. You you could you know you have a left fielder and you have Bernard there who you could bring up another another bullpen arm a closer with a left fielder a switch inning left fielder you do that move you move you move Torres if you got to move Torres to two in a three team trade you go ahead and do it 
you know, you bring and, and you you then you could sign Swanson. You bring up Adami Swanson, but I believe, believe the less teams need a shortstop and the names are coming off the board, they're gonna the, the price is gonna increase on Adami Swanson. I know he's not going back to Atlanta. I don't think the Atlanta reunion or going back home is there. So you know, the White Sox was a name that was thrown out there um, very high on. So there's other teams that want to his services, the Cubs. So it depends to see what the number is. I don't I don't think the Yankees are going to go outspend a lot on that. So I don't think the Yankees will be on the shortstop. I think they're going to go well paid. They're going to, you know, um, personally, um, I don't think they will spend on that. But if you could do that where you could move Torres and, and really strengthen, you could even move Isaiah kind of, you know, DJ LeMahieu is at second base. But I, again, the toe of DJ LeMahieu worries me because we are now the 15th of December no surgery done on his toe they're trying to rehab and let's say now when first week of spring training the toe didn't really respond well he needs the surgery now you're delaying and you're delaying yankees um off-season plan because now everybody's signed everyone's getting into camp and then you got to go bargain basement hunting with the re remaining second basements backup in middle and infielder you know and then you're gonna have to settle with a root net for a door you know and, and that, there was nothing wrong with root net for a door but you could have gotten yourself a great, great play there. So, well, I, I Chris, I was going to make it a short one, but I, I was, I was going to make it a short one because I, I wanted to just go over what I went through here, but no problem. I'll put the, I'll put the link there. Give me a second. I'll put it on the chat because I'm not going to stay too long. It's just wanted to talk, touch base on a quick, quick um, reaction to Carlos Rendon. I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Um, I think it's a good good signing i like the fact that he's a left-hander again no to rehash what what i would if those that are coming in now about rendon I, I love the yankees rotation here they have depth now they're they're a team that has depth in their starting not just in their in their bullpen but in the starters because now you have not just five starters there you see on the on the screen those that are watching us on the twitch facebook twitter um anywhere um, rumba thank you for joining us and anyone who's listening to us in the audio podcast i have a graphic up we're selling us our projected 2022 star, 2023 starters with Cole, Rendon, Nestor, Sevi, and Montas. And then you have Karach Schmidt along with, you know, Domingo Herman barring a trade that could plug and play to start. You have now, you have seven starters in the New York Yankees just in case someone goes down. I love it. Um, I love where they're going, where they're in a position of strength. So let me, let me uh, take a moment here because we're going to bring in Chris the Flash from, from Chris the Flash, S-H-Y-D youtube channel and you also watch see him here on the yankee the brox bomber strike back watch along with me in the during the regular season let's say hello to chris good evening chris what's up kev what's up chat <coughs> all i gotta up. say is kev indeed indeed you got your man uh the yankees get their man merry christmas to the yankee fan to get the rindon effect in here the yankees always deliver i remember uh back in 1996 around this time into the 97 96 97 season if i'm not mistaken um when they were going into that free agency they 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 surprised us around this time when they re-signed david Cohn, and they you know david Cohn was probably well, we going to lose him to the oreos um but david Cohn re-signed with the yankees and that was our christmas so it was great oh Jose yeah Melo, i was let me let me let me tell steve i'll say mellow steven wright has been claimed by the new york mets so steven writings <clears throat> is with the new york mets or semelo sorry there chris no, 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 you good. I was, I was about to say, um, I told, I told a lot of people, you know, that I'm real close with. I was like, if we get right down, it's gonna, it's gonna bring me back to when I was a kid, when we uh, signed CC. 
And, you know, I tell them the story all the time. Like, CC's the reason why, you know, I played baseball in high school. CC's the reason why I fell in love with baseball again. So the last time we had a, a, a you know, a lefty with, with some power when it comes to strikeouts was CC. So I, that's that's the reason why I wanted him. I mean, he he's made for Yankee Stadium. And he left doesn't give up a lot of home runs. A left-hander there, uh, 2.8 ERA um, last season. 200, but the, the number that's impressing, you bring yourself a left-hander who, who gets the strikeout. High volume, 237 strikeouts, which is a big plus mm -hmm. there. Um, that's the big one there in 178 innings. So that's a number there. You look at the numbers. Numbers, according you know, to uh, all the people that love the analytics, numbers don't lie. This is it right there. And, and he's only going to get better, um, you know, just Death Valley. There's going to be some, you know, he could, he could allow every, once he gets in year number four or five, their velocity ain't there. He has, he could pitch. That's why the lefties are big in Yanks him. He could pitch to the ballpark. They can, mm -hmm. he can allow the contact now inside because there's going to be a lot of outs or a lot of hits taken away because of Death Valley in Yankee Stadium. So that's going to be a benefit for the New York Yankees. That's why I'm big. That's why I was big and I was down when, when Montgomery left, you know, because of the lefty in the ballpark. That's why I like the lefties um, for Yankee Stadium. And now the Yankees got two strong left-handed pitchers pitch different they're two different pitchers although they kind of get the same similar result with the high strikeouts i got i love it because you're giving a team in a three-game series something different you know they're not you know different pitching wrote um uh stuff from rendon and then nestor cortez and then garrett cole so i love the fact there i'm excited for that rotation just that alone in a three-game series and and i'll say this too this this makes up for trading Jordan Montgomery. This makes up for not getting Luis Castillo. Because I'm sorry, Rodon's better. I mean, that's, that's just me. He's better. And you didn't have to give up any prospects. That's the that's the one you mentioned there. That last statement has weight and gold. You didn't give up your farm. You didn't give up your, 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 your higher tally prospects. To bring in a Leo Castillo who don't know if he's going to, and we don't know Carlos Rendon to pitch in New York either, but San Francisco is a big market as well. Um, mm -hmm. you know, big time market, although, you know, and there's a lot of wind, and that you know, that ballpark is another whole another story. But he did well, and so also Chicago, Windy City, he pitched well, so he's been in the big markets, not as big as New York, but he's been in those big markets, San Francisco, Chicago, now in New York. He's he could tell he has that man, mental makeup. Now, Luis Castillo, Cincinnati, no disrespect to the, to, to the Queen City, to Cincinnati, as well as Seattle, not much media um, scrutiny. Fan base are passionate, you know, at least in Seattle and Cincinnati when they're good. But right now they're going, they were going through their problems. But there's a different animal. And, and I think that's mm -hmm. also what shell-shocked Frankie Montas. Of course, Montas had a, a shoulder injury, but that different type of animal of media and pressure and expectations, I think Rendon had it uh, it's been it has the mental makeup of being in the previous spots that he was in before and and i'll say this too uh frankie being our fifth starter don't be surprised if he becomes an ace because like like heck uh like kev said when it comes to trying to pitch for a contract you step up your game and last year not only was he hurt he had to deal with a, i think a death in the family too yeah so I, i'm telling you i i think him being the fifth starter if it was him or J-Mo, even though J-Mo pitched consistent for us, I still would take Frankie because Frankie's Frankie's numbers, 
you know, are, are, are decent. And the reason why we got Frankie is because he's, he's good against Houston. So we got to see if Rodon can do that too because his stats is, is great against Houston. None, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that with, with Frankie Montas. I always said it, nothing motivates a professional athlete when you're trying to make generational change in money. Now, all like you said, all that situation, the distractions coming, you know, being being semi-hurt or shoulder injury or shoulder whatever, fatigue, pingement, whatever. It wasn't healthy to come to New York. And then he had that expectation. Well, I'm in New York. I have a fan base of Dominican um, heritage here. You know, I want to fall out for my, for my people here and give them a show. But then he had that issue with the death in the family i believe it was his mother-in-law his wife's mom um passed and that affected and concentration level the the, the not feeling 100 percent healthy concentration level mm -hmm. wanted to show i belong in new york um you know i you know dominican pride you know i'm here let's go i think that expectation got him a little too much and i think now takes a pump the brakes take the time off get in the yankee um program with with pitching coach matt blake and the Yankee organization, what, what do you want to attack? What are his short-term goals as a Yankee, conditioning and strength? And then let's go into spring training, see how you come off with your winter workout. I, like you said, I think this, you know, and also the ceiling is higher on a Frankie Montas next facing than a Jamison Tyron. I think we know what Jamison mm -hmm. is, his ceiling. We don't know what Frankie Montas ceiling is yet. I think there's a, he could take his level to a, his game or his pitching to another level um, and I think the Yankees want to benefit at least this year with Frankie Montas. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I just feel like Frankie, Frankie has basically been an ace for a team. Jamo has never been an ace. So I think bringing expectations down for Frankie, I think that would help him out so much being a fifth starter and stuff like that. And, and you know, I, I feel the same way about Seve and Nesta too. Now Nesta ain't got to say, oh man, I got I to gotta pitch a two-something ERA again. I could, I could, you know, dial it down a little bit and still pitch good and show people why I'm I'm meant to be in the major leagues. Right. And the way Nestor Cortez works, um, I always I always say when you lead by one of your best a quality of a leader, I'm not I'm not calling Nestor, I'm not saying Nestor is a leader, but I'm saying sometimes you lead by your own example, by your own effort. He pitches so flawlessly, he gets the ball, give me the ball, I got it, I'm not lingering, I'm not fussing around, I'm not overthinking. I'm getting the ball, I'm getting in position, I'm, I'm trusting my pitching coach and my catcher to call the plays, and I'm just going to execute the, the, I'm playing catch with the catcher. You know, get the ball, I'm going to play right back at it. You want to you want a fastball down and away, you're going to get the fastball, you're going to get the, the changeup. And that's what makes Nestor Cortez successful. I think if you put that that kind of mentality in the Yankee bro, but rotation, get the ball, you know, don't overthink it. Trust your bullpen. Trust your catcher. That's why Jose Trevino and even Kanagashioka to a degree were very important on the Yankees' success early part because they were calling a hell of a game between the Mac Blake and the catchers. They they helped they helped the Yankees' pitching staff a long way, and that goes unspoken in the offseason because we tend to you know reactionary or hindsight. And that let's face it, they did a hell of a job there. Those that the Yankee um, battery. And if they if they seen that and they trust them, they're gonna all right. I'm gonna trust my battery mate and my pitching coach. I'm gonna go ahead, and it's gonna make a world of a difference. And like you said, 
work and it's going to help pitchers work faster not overthink mm-hmm. not linger not look in the stands and oh my god i'm worried about he's going to crush me the you know on a 2-1 pitch here you know uh me guerrero's because if i throw this um if i can't get my fastball i'm not going to trust my, my slider he's going to crush it and it, if they don't have to think about that they, they execute their plays and they become successful that's just my opinion chris yeah and and I, i'm gonna say this too and and i i said this in previous uh you know, live streams. Don't be surprised if Cole wins the Cy Young because he finally has his, his co-ace with him. Because now, I think now, I think he's going to step up his game like he did in Houston. And we're going to probably see some of that this year uh, with Cole. I just think, I just think we needed that. And I feel bad for Boone because, Boone, I'm going to let you know right now, Carlos Rodon ain't going to let you take him out in the fifth or sixth inning. If he's pitching good, he's going to tell you to go back in that dugout. I'm, I'm gonna answer a couple questions from the chat. Okay. Of, uh, let's first and foremost, Blue City Empire Sports. Salute, Blue City. Good to see you. What's again. up, Blue City? Holidays. I hope you're doing well. I'm down with some mellow there. Um, he asked about the Red Sox. We, we, the news is the the Boston Red Sox. You know, to me, in a head scratcher move, they released Jeter Downs. I know we saw Jeter. I know we don't see. We don't watch a lot of Red Sox baseball. Don't see the in and outs of his growth, um, so forth. But when he played for the Red Sox, they were highly talented. Him. He was very. He was very fast, a good glove, a very exciting player. And to see this move, Jeter Downs being released here, um, kind of was like, whoa. And he says that should the Yankees pick him up, they have a plethora of middle infielders. Um, Jeter Downs is a talent, speed, um, but I don't think the Yankees will go that rabbit hole because they have so many. Remember, they have to put him on the 40-man roster, and they got to get, they gotta let go of their 40. Maybe in a trade, if he's still available. He could they could um pick him up on you know for the waiver wires, but as of right now, I don't see them getting Dieter Downs. I would in in the world for the minor leagues and see what he got, of course. But I don't know if he could fit on the forty man roster on Blue City. But uh, um, what's your thoughts on Jeter Downs before I go to a second question? It's not even a, a thought. I'm gonna say this right now, Boston. Y'all lost that trade bad. That's all I'm gonna say. Indeed, indeed. But they, they, he wasn't gonna. They weren't gonna pay him. They try to get something for them. I can't blame. And the second question yeah. is, I've, he thinks is how has how Steinbrenner become um, George, his dad? I say no. Um, I still say no. I know he spent some money because, um, be honest with you, if it was George, um, I think he would have signed. You know, Judge Correa. You know, the names, the 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 laundry list of names. Um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, Scherzer would have been last year's. Yankees, no, he has not yet become, but it's becoming, but he will spend the money, but he won't do it foolishly or emotionally than his father. What, how you talk, how you think about that one? I'll, I'll say this. He's in, he's in the right direction because how last year wouldn't have did this. So I think everybody brings this up. I think when he got booed for Derek G today, I think that sense something in his brain like i do not want to keep dealing with this you know and everybody you know on twitter is talking about oh does this redeem how it does a little bit but now our focus needs to be on cash not cash you have to trade you have to make a trade for a left fielder how did his part now you got to do your part so right. him being like his dad i don't think that, that that's ever going to happen because like you said like his dad would with a Correa, Radon, Scherzer, Verlander, you know, it it you know, he would have he would have brought all those people in. How's not doing that? How's more 
calculated when he when it comes to spending his money. Right. Is that how I don't I I think the Yankee brass along with um you know because they have to they have to answer the board of directors investors you know they run like a business. I think when how decided to spend money because he saw around him the major league franchises spending record amount of money you know from from you know we saw the contracts that have been given out from the Padres all the way down you know all around baseball you know and people are spending money and if you're the Yankees got to spend money to, to keep and it's a, it's part of the market competitive market part of the uh the 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 way of baseball is being operated you got to spend you got to spend money these other contracts that are being put out there and not and I don't think judge was going to cut the mustard I'm glad he got he went and got Rendon, um, I, the Yankees still have a high payroll here. The second highest payroll mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball right now. But I still think they're going to try to set. They're going to try to shed if they can for this year thirty million when Donaldson and Hicks, if they can move them and you know. So I, you know, like you said, I think free agency wise they might be done. I still think there might be a move on one more free agent a move. I think they might have one more in mind um, if they can. And I think after that. They're gonna now. It's like you said. Cashman has to roll up his sleeves after the Christmas break, after what the, the dust has settled, and try to make some moves or during to try to make a trade to fit, try to get controllable player. Maybe give up this who they think of, and then add the reset the forty man roster. Then Blue City is probably where if Jeter Downs is still out there without a job, maybe the Yankees will pick up a Jeter Downs into their system, bring them in, and have them in there and see what they you know catch line. Also, you got a chip on the shoulder. Boston released them. You could come play. You know, Yankees got to split up. Might have position. Might have positioning opening at third, second base. You know, and, and if you are that impressive and catch lightning in a bottle, the Yankees might got something. So the Jeter Downs. I don't want to be dismissive. Like no, 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 no. There's a possibility. There's an avenue where the Yankees could probably pick up a Jeter Downs, but they got to do some move immediately to bring in to sixty man to bring you be part of the forty man roster because all the the forty man rosters are the players that are protected. Everyone else. They could be, you know, unless they're single A, could be moved, picked up, or, or claimed. So that's why I think the Jeter down move, it, you know, to be continued. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just think, like, I, I mean, we talked about it all the time. Like us Yankee fans, like me, you, and like the, the other streamers, you know, we're not even asking for much. Like all we wanted was Radon, a left fielder, and another bullpen piece. I'm not asking how to get Korea and this and that. Yeah, I would love to, but more realistically, that's all we wanted. So he did the first part. He he's done. He's he right now. The Yankees don't add anything right now back. They're still going to be a playoff team, mm-hmm. but it all it all depends how. But then they're they're, t- they're showing us that they're going to outpitch everyone, and you're going to beat the Yankees. You're going to we're going to outpitch you. We're gonna pitch you, um, and that's the, that's gonna be their calling card in 2023. They don't do any other moves here. They got the home run hitters, um, but you know we all know in the postseason the home runs don't translate. It has not. We let's face it. But one of these years they're banking on that one year that the home run will translate and carry them into the World Series or possibly an appearance. But as of right now, they're gonna go, they're going they're showing us this year they're banking on their arms. Now I want, like we said, we need some contact hitters. Maybe you know we need some contact hitters. Also, I think the Yankees seen the success that they had in Juliano Pena, the Astros, 
bringing in a rookie from day one, I think they're going to go. That's why it, that's why I'm more um, convinced they're going to go with, with Lope as short from day one. You know, and I care if it's the blanket, the security blanket, because I think they're going to want to do what they did with the Astros did with Pena. He, you know, who's, and let me ask you this. Do you guys remember who was the World Series MVP? It was Pena. Yep. Pena was the world, and he was the rookie. So I think that's going to persuade the New York Yankees. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not comparing Volpe before I get ridiculed. Oh, oh, Volpe is exactly like Pena. No, they're not. We don't know what Volpe is. But they're thinking that if that spark could spark a team like the Astros, who, who already um, battle-tested, proven um, and, um, playoff caliber team so while the yankees they could think they could do plug and play they're trying to catch they're trying to repeat 1996 kind of good luck with that because that's a generational type of move (laughs) (laughs) uh i was about to say yeah if volpe starts at short so that lets me know that peraza got traded and if he got traded that means he got traded for a good left fielder which i'm fine with i am fine with doing that like that, that that that's a winning move yeah, yeah, but Benetani's still out there. You know, I yeah. haven't heard too much of a market heating up for him. Um, you know, Michael Conforto's a name out there. Um, you know, that's a that's a drastic. You know, they can't pull the trade. You know, and, and you could try to get on a prove a deal, thirteen, fourteen million dollar. That's a, to me, that's like the that's Plan C. To be honest with you, Michael Conforto's a Plan C, maybe possibly a D, because you know I think they'll go with they'll go with just with Hicks and uh, Corbera and try to. See one of the young kids, hey, Floria, you have a chance to win the left field job. Me, I think, you know, I, I who knows what, what's available out there. But I, I, I don't, that's, Conforto will be like the D, DC plan if they if A and B fails. And, it, you know, then between A and B, there's A minus and the B minus. You know, that's a long yeah. shot there. So, I don't know, you know, Conforto's a left-hander, but he's a Boris agent. And I don't know if they, if you know, unless if. There's a, you know, wink, wink with Boris and Green, uh, Rendon, Conforto on a prove deal. Who, who knows? But I, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be surprised if we say Conforto on the left field. I, I, hope, I think it's going to be Ben Dintendi. He's the contact hitter that you need, the contact hitter who can play on left field. Um, and, and defensively, they'll have a defensive uh, core out there. Even with Hicks at left field, there's a good defensive core out there with Bader, Hicks, and, and Judge. You telling me, you know, tell me anything that could really get into the gap there. Although we see Hicks at time look like his days ago, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, attribute it from a bad 2022 season. You know, when his wife's pregnancy to getting adjusted as the first time dad. You know, things happen, man. It's life. Things happen in our lives, day to day things. They, you know, he just didn't sleep on. He, he had to sleep on the couch. Maybe the wife had to stay up and take care of the baby. You know, he he didn't have sexy time more often. I don't know. I'm just a kind of guy. <laughs> Who knows when it comes to Hicks? We know. <laughs> well, we 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 all know that they're gonna uh, they're gonna make a trade because we got too many people on the forty man, so yeah. they gotta make a trade. Absolutely. The, the question is, who, 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 who? who? <laughs> In the words of the NXT Tag Team Champions. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. I don't want to stay too long. Stay back, stay. I'm gonna tell you about the Mandy Rose thing about in a minute. I got you. And um. Hey guys, I want to. It was a short video. We still, I still actually 20 more minutes that I wanted to. I just wanted to give my Carlos Rondon reaction. Didn't want to go too long, but that's good enough though. But I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied because I know Chris is going to want to break his video down. Also, you know, we want to give the other Yankee content creator as well some time as well. So we'll probably visit myself, um, the Four Train Express, and so forth. So thank you guys again. 
Yankees sign, get their man. Merry Christmas, Yankee fans. Carlos Rondon is a Yankee. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more videos here with a, with a blockbuster trade. You know, you, Fernando Tatis Jr., as Chris mentioned as a, as a joke, but it, you know, words have authority. You speak it into the, into the universe, things happen. You never know. That's why Juan Soto will be a Yankee. But other than that, um, we'll, you know, we'll be back, guys. We'll be back here on the Bronx Sports Jedi Network, on the Bronx Bomber Strike Back. This is BX Sports Jedi Kev, Chris the Flash, and the Chris the Flash SHY channel. Please hit the like and subscribe. Yankee Morning Brew, our friends, before Train Express. So we'll see you guys. Peace. Don't know the power of the dark side.